Stat Media Group, delivering logistics news since 1986. Hello everyone, I am Reggie John and this is Logistic Tech Dialogues presented by Kale Logistics Solutions. This is our weekly dialogue on innovations and technologies that make logistics move faster and deliver better. Logistic Tech Dialogues is brought to you in partnership with Kale Logistics Solutions, a trusted global logistic IT solutions provider for several Fortune 500 companies worldwide. The air cargo industry has been lacking true digital integration for too long. This prevents stakeholders to be efficient, collaborative, and creates too much reliance on manual processes. From a customer point of view, it offers no transparency and visibility. The digitalization of the air cargo industry has been around for many years. But today, the rise of data sharing, APIs, and other web technologies open doors for limitless opportunities to drive innovation and transform the industry. For decades, air cargo pushed global trade forward, moving 35% of global trade. But connecting modern supply chains is impossible when key players' systems aren't connected. My guest today is Patrick Murray, head of Kalogi. Kalogi is Dinata's e-commerce platform that seamlessly unites the various steps and intermediaries involved in moving shipments around the world. It is the world's leading paperless air cargo solutions portal, offering a reliable, secure, simple, and cost-effective e-freight business solutions. Patrick Murray has been heading Kalogi since its inception and has been an integral part of several digital transformational programs with Emirates Group for several years. Patrick has seen the transformation of air cargo industry from the paper airway builds to the way information is exchanged and accessed today using modern digital information tools on the clouds. Patrick joins me to discuss the future of freight using easy-to-use and cost-efficient digital information tools. Patrick, welcome to Logistic Tech Dialogues. Thank you. Patrick, Kalogi is uh, Dinata's existing e-commerce platform for the cargo community in the UAE. Recently, a partnership was announced with Kale Logistics Solutions to develop Kalogi into a next-generation platform providing the best-in-class one-stop services to customers. Tell us what can be expected and how it will be different from what is offered right now. Okay, um, Richie, it's probably worth us uh, taking a step back and mentioning the many industry drivers for change and why we decided to develop Kaloki in the first place. Firstly, we felt that the large freight forwarding community in Dubai, they just lack adequate automation to communicate electronically with each other. And this really slowed down the rate at which businesses transacted and made the supply chain incredibly inefficient. Secondly, we identified that much of the business between trading partners had been carried out on a cash basis. This resulted in long queues and waiting times while a customer settled payment and waited for receipts to be generated. Thirdly, we identified that just too many steps in the air cargo supply chain process and far too many exceptions. And once again, this resulted in further inefficiencies. And finally, we recognize that we are still by and large a paper-based industry, which in many cases meant delays in shipment handling while producing and distributing the paper. And I know this is a, an old adage, but it's still with us today. So we built the Kalogi solution to address the above and to simplify the air cargo supply chain process. 
So over the years, we've actually continued to develop and offer low-cost, functionally rich solutions and took the decision really to price our solutions as well within the reach of the smallest stakeholder. Our software developments are based on industry and stakeholder requirements, and we continue to deliver many of these features as part of the Kologi offering at no extra charge, but to benefit the industry. So one such instance is the ability to police the format of the shipper and consignee postcode by country to ensure that the electronic data is in acceptable format to customs authorities. So we have an excellent and unique product which simplifies their cargo supply chain, increases efficiency, and can both generate income and reduce costs. And we have a model here in Dubai that really stands testament to that claim. We, we really look forward to working with Carly on this exciting project. Our new e-commerce platform will help our supply chain partners and customers in Dubai optimize their operations, reduce their costs through improved process and enhance visibility into their businesses. It also paves the way for a more sustainable business model, promoting paperless and cashless trade through collaboration and automation. In terms of changes, a major change we'll be doing this time around is that we'll be engaging our airlines, our GSAs, and our forwarded partners to give us feedback on the existing system and really to help us develop the new system. So we will be getting them involved in, uh, in requirements gathering, we'll be getting them involved in testing, um, and, and I think this time around it will be a really, really community, great community system. Getting back to Carle though, from their perspective, I know they're very proud to collaborate with Donato in creating this new generation community e-commerce platform and aware that we have set a very high benchmark for the logistics industry. So it's really a win-win situation. Both companies run state-of-the-art community systems and combining our expertise, we can really build a community system for the future. Patrick, uh, you've been associated with Kalogi right from its start and uh, have worked with key clients in their IT transformation journey from paper to digital transaction. You have seen it from probably not the manual typewriter, probably the electronic typewriter to uh, to handheld the mobile devices using apps. Uh, what are your observations about the air cargo and logistic industries in general about its appetite for technology adoption? <laughs> Great question. Uh, I say in terms of the appetite for technology adoption, it, it's there, it's in place. Um, we've seen some airlines and forwarders, mainly the integrators, making huge strides in this area, but we've also seen many who are still more traditional in their approach. And I think it's fair to say that airlines and forwarders are identifying various ways in which they can distribute their products through usage of cost-effective e-commerce solutions. And in recent years, there has been a push by some to remove many of the outdated manual processes that still beleaguer our industry. Over the next few years, I personally believe that this push really could be the difference between having a profitable and non-profitable cargo organisation. Furthermore, I think the air cargo industry has long suffered from underinvestment. And that being said, the pandemic has certainly accelerated the need to find smarter ways of working this could well be the catalyst that generates these long-awaited investments. Needless to say, and, and I think this has been a, an age-old problem, the airline cargo business is always locked in competition with a passenger business for allocation of scarce resources and funds. This is and always has been a, a major challenge, but I think ultimately it's going to be down to the solution providers who will be under pressure to produce innovative solutions, control their costs and ensure they offer the best value for money. E-commerce platform suppliers now need to see themselves as business partners to the industry stakeholders and not just suppliers. You know, technology adoption in air cargo globally has been far from satisfactory, but we have seen that there are isolated instances of nearly perfect adoption of technology. There are people, companies really stand out in terms of technology adoption within the air cargo industry. 
for instance, Kalogi's success in uh, United Arab Emirates has been held up as an example of providing end-to-end -end, uh, online digital solutions. What are your thoughts on how the industry can fast-track technology adoption and make air cargo on par with its peers? Uh, probably slightly biased here, Reggie, but there's no doubt in my mind that replicating the Dubai business model at other airports will give significant benefits. You can imagine a world where air cargo supply chain stakeholders can implement 100% e-freight penetration and remove all paper forms, not just those that travel with the flight freight. Our challenge has been much, most of what we do actually is a first in the industry and, and changing widely accepted practices. For instance, our unique airway bill release feature has enabled each airline GSA to do business with over 800 forwarders in Dubai without the need for the traditional stock release and associated payments, uh, payment delays and credit risks. Uh, yeah, the airline makes a pool of stock available to the community and each forward has the option to assign an airway bill from that pool to a particular job. On execution of the airway bill, the monies are deducted from the forward's account with guaranteed payment to the relevant airline at the end of every month. This type of innovative thinking is really the way to go. Meanwhile, I see other industries foraging ahead, proving it can be done. And here's the, a local example. The other day I walked through a supermarket and I saw a robot doing automated stock check. And I, I did a little bit of checking on this. This robot is equipped with cameras and sensors, which are capable of scanning up to 15,000 products, checking for any stock errors, such as out of stock items, price mismatch, wrong barcodes, or stock misplacement. Imagine the benefits of applying this technology to our industry. Missing cargo could well become a thing of the past. As I said earlier, the real enabler is investment and being able to make a business case for the same. So I believe this is where the providers community systems can really help. So when we build a feature or a solution, it's immediately available for all of our customers. And this is without any investment or risk from their side. How strongly do you think that technology adoption has simplified, is simplifying and will simplify air cargo supply chain? We've come a long way. There's no doubt about it. And I think it's worth noting that Donato recently has made one such investment and launched a smart just-in-time freight handling platform across its Dubai operations. A cloud-based platform appointment and dock management, which ensures improved planning, efficient processing and end-to-end -end transparency of the entire cargo journey. This delivers significant benefits for all freight forwarders. This platform, which seamlessly integrates into Kalobi, reduces the average freight handling time to Nazi Cargo's terminals by more than 60% to an average of 30 minutes. So just let that sink in and, and think about all those queues that we used to have at cargo terminals now become a thing of the, thing of the past. E-commerce in the e -car air cargo supply chain is an area, however, I still feel is under-exploited. Under so everyone wants to move into the e-commerce environment, but it appears that taking and, in, and investing in the first step is the barrier. Result, our, result, our industry is still fragmented, steep in paper, and bearing a significant amount of cost due to the current manual processes. I still admire the approach and investment made by the integrators. No doubt they are the leaders in terms of e-commerce, and in my experience, it's really easy to do business with it. But then investment in IT solutions is high on their agenda. Some of the very large airlines and forwarders are also making strides to embrace e-commerce and are doing some great things. However, at the other end of the spectrum, we have SME forwarders, airlines, terminal operators, and GSAs, many of which do not have systems, the enabled, or do not have systems at all. It's purely economics, Reggie, and paying for an e-commerce system in many cases may be the difference between profit and loss. I mentioned this before, but I firmly believe that many of the systems providers need to reevaluate their place in the supply chain. There needs to be greater collaboration between providers to turn messaging platforms into trading platforms. And yes, this will take investment. So to answer the question, lots of opportunities for suppliers to develop the enabling technology, but 
we still need to do a lot more in this area. How are solutions uh, those Kalogi built for its customers enable cost effectiveness and enhanced customer delight? I believe reducing the cost is an important, but then that's not the only aim of uh, technology adoption. So how will, at the end of it, really enhance the customer delight uh, by using technology adoption? Well, loads of ways, actually. Um, so our motto really is enter the data once and reuse across the entire supply chain. So this in turn enables us to reduce costs for us supply chain partners. So if I break this down into our three major stakeholder groups, the benefits are as follows. So firstly, the airlines and the GSA. So I already mentioned the unique airway bill release feature where we, um, we actually burden the, the credit risk on behalf of the airlines. But then we have messaging. So airlines who sign the messaging agreement with Clogi are able to exchange these cargo messages with subscribing forwarders for the benefits of parties. So, for instance, many airlines are asking forwarders to pay additional costs. They do not send FWB or FHL. If the messages are not generated, then the onus falls on the airline to enter the data manually and report this to the relevant customs authority. So this receipt of the FWB and FHL message generated by Kalogi actually results in productivity gains for the airline. And we also allow the airlines to set their own Kalogi accounts with forwarders. Um, they can also defer to us collecting the money, but they do have the ability to set their own account and collect the money themselves. And the balance of the account is actually visible to both the forwarder and to the airline. And we also allow the airlines to distribute airway bills stock in a secure environment to their customers. They make their rack rates available to the entire community. They can set up contract rates for specific forwarder customers and even negotiate shipment-specific ad hoc rates. So this online rating feature has now actually removed, removed the need for the paper-based ad hoc rate slips that were so prevalent in our industry up until the arrival of Kalogi. And since the rate is automatically calculated based on the agreed rate, potential for errors is almost completely eradicated. If, however, and, and it does happen, the errors are made, the forwarder or the airline can use Kalogi's online charges correction advice module to actually correct the charges. So next up, we have the air cargo terminal operator. So they've really benefited from Kalogi. So the forwarders are now able to share shipment information with the cargo terminal systems, thus reducing the need for the terminal staff to rekey the data when the shipment is delivered. This allows the forwarder to bypass terminal counters and proceed directly to the delivery dock with his shipment. Once the airway bill is calculated, Kalogi also calculates the terminal handling charges generates an invoice for the same and deducts the amount owing from the agent's Kalogi account. And we credit the payment to the Kalogi, uh, sorry, to the cargo terminal. So if you think about some of the sums that we're talking about, we're actually settling about 4 million US dollars per month with airlines and about 2 million US dollars per month with the ground handler. So it's huge, huge sums of money being collected and, uh, and reconciled through, through Kalogi. And finally, the forwarder. So Kalogi is a one-stop shop for buying and selling air cargo related services. Border can now do business with over 90 airlines represented directly on the portal or through their GSA. Furthermore, because the airway bill execution is carried out in the portal, the agent sales report and the airline sales report, which identifies the amount which is owing to the airline, is updated instantaneously with shipment details. So for each transaction carried out in the portal, Clody will produce an e-invoice for the same. This is then consolidated into an e-statement of accounts. Logit also provides forward with a secure and reliable channel for bookings, rate negotiation, and available stock. And finally, we allow the forwarder to raise a deconsolidation request, which identifies a shipment which is to be broken down by Donato into house airway bills. And as part of the request, the forwarder can nominate forwarder who is to take delivery. This removes the need for the paper letters for authority. So, all in all, it's a, 
it's a pretty good, <laughs> pretty good system, and and it really does benefit our, our customers, which is which is why we're we're so popular. Patrick, well, what do you think is the role of collaboration and cargo community systems to create smart cargo facilities of the future to do to deal with increasing volume of special cargo and e-commerce? We don't even know, like in the future, what is the cargo commodity that's actually coming through air cargo terminals? Yeah, so so we, I mean, the fact is that we have actually lowered the threshold for any stakeholder to come digitally enabled. So in addition, our role is really to cost-effectively build that local functionality into our system. It actually makes no sense for forwarders, airlines, and handlers to develop this into their global systems. So, so the key to this really is integration into these systems, and that's part of our collaboration uh, objective. So in terms of collaboration, our, um, we want to allow the stakeholder to access this local functionality through standard APIs. So meanwhile, we will facilitate information exchange among the stakeholders digitally, improve cargo visibility, and also resolve data inaccuracies. And when it comes to information sharing, it's not for gate customs. Customs authorities have been using pre-arrival advanced cargo information for a number of years as an essential tool in the process of targeting and risk assessment of shipment for security and facilitation. Now several authorities are asking for pre-loading of advanced cargo information as part of a multi-layered risk-based approach to air cargo security. A great source of information can, this can be this community systems. However, there is a much, much bigger picture when it comes to collaboration between air cargo community systems. And this is where sharing data between these systems has to be key in supporting the trade links. Imagine if a milestone plan is created for a shipment and as soon as it is, it becomes visible to the end customer. Each partner in the chain then updates the respective milestones with progress linked Community systems will allow you to achieve this goal. The IATA's one record, which I think we'll probably touch on a little bit later, will certainly act as an enabler for that. So to summarize, when parties decide to collaborate and agree to mutually share data about shipment, benefits are huge. So you get increased visibility and transparency through the supply chain. It also enables the latter part of the transport chain to be prepared before the actual physical operation happens. So this results in reduced waiting time, real decision-making, satisfied customers, and of course, reduce costs. You know, with more airlines allowing its capacity on e-booking platforms, there is so much data that is stockpiled by airlines and freight forwarders. Uh, what do you think of using such data for insights and then to action? And how do you see the rapid shift in the context of IATA One Record? So IATA and other companies, they provide data to enable companies to determine the value and type of cargo shipped on various lanes. I mean, this detail is it's kind of retrospective, but it doesn't allow companies to determine which markets are growing and maybe which markets are not. However, as an industry, I feel we are so far behind when it comes to predicting our individual customer needs and preferences. And I'll take one example of an e-commerce company I bought from recently. So I was musing over buying quite an expensive overcoat. And I browsed some examples, even put one of these items into my basket. And then I decided, no, this is, this is far too expensive, um, yeah, especially for Dubai. But uh, I was thinking of using it when I traveled back to the UK, where the weather's a little bit uh, colder. So anyway, I, I, I didn't think any, any more of it. And then this item started to appear in advertisements on websites, which I visited. It was continuously refreshing my memory. And I think what happened is, based on my previous history um, of using e-commerce engines, they determined that I tend to buy when the sales were on. Hence, they probably deemed me as quite price conscious. So then I started getting emails with discount offers on this product. And guess what? Eventually I bought it 50% discount on the original price. And that was without 
the intervention of a single human being. So nearly think of our airlines now applying that to our industry when selling air freight forwarders, providing them with services which are actually tailored to their needs based on their purchase history. That this is the future, but once again, it needs investment. One record is, is a great concept, and it, I think it may be the key to intercargo community collaboration. It creates the foundation for true digital air cargo where airlines and partners, service providers will be able to develop collaborative and automated digital services. And the essence really is the data shared by the data owner is then in full control of the data quality. And, and it stays at the source, the owner determines who may or may not access that data. So for me, it's a big thumbs up for the one IATA record. Patrick, what are some of the important technology trends that you are following and you think that they could come very relevant and useful in the future for your customers? I think some of the important technology trends that I see that I'm really interested in, uh, blockchain, big data, and, and single windows. So firstly, there's a lot of sensitive data which is shared throughout the supply chain. And blockchain could well be the solution for offering a secure method of data transfer. Um, it can also be identified, yeah, so, so um, and then we talk about uh, big data. This could be used to determine customers' buying habits, as we already discussed. And I think this is why the e-commerce sites are so popular, because customers get real-time updates, new product launches, exclusive deals, promotional schemes, and the one-touch purchase option has also caused an exponential growth in e-commerce. On the subject of e-commerce, actually, sales hit 408 billion dollars in the first two quarters of 2021 it was up 21.9% from the 335 billion dollars in the first two quarters of 2020 so this is where i think our industry has got to really start focusing it is a huge huge growth industry um, but once again it's all fueled by the underpin or underpinned by by big data uh, and i think that big data can also be used to identify how well the industry is doing against its kpis so cargo iq is is probably a pretty good example of this and the single window, uh, this is a concept that I'm particularly interested in, certainly from a Dubai perspective, because it allows parties involved in trade and transport to lodge standardized information and documents with a single entry point. So this is used to fulfill all import, export and translate transit related regulatory requirements. Single window also reduces fraud and expedites information across parties involved in cross-border trade. And indeed, part of our scope for the new system is to connect to a single window to embrace our vision, become a one-stop shop for conducting their cargo business. But I think at the end of the day, it all boils down to information sharing, ease of use, using data to plan and offering a predictable service, and using data to understand your customers and their needs. And needless to say, technology really is the enabler. Patrick, uh, how would you use technology and digital tools to change the perception of people about air cargo industry and attract young talent? Uh, even though we air cargo industry uses the best of the equipment, uh, the most modern um, aeroplanes to transport um, goods around the world, uh, but the perception is still that it's not really positive. So how would uh, some of the things that are happening in the industry right now would enable a change in the perception and we are able to attract younger talent to the industry. The rising younger talent today are digital natives. They, these guys grew up using technology solutions and it's something they're comfortable with and they expect it not just to be part of their lives, but part of their working environment. So I think there's really kind of two parts to that. One is um, I think they're looking for companies who are committed to automating tasks streamlining workflows and improving reporting and this is more the, the internal stuff um, and it's also worth noting by doing those things actually it supports the company's profit in future and and i think the other the other challenge really is the older employees tend to be a little bit more worried that technology and automation could lead to the elimination of their role while young workers see this as a solution 
Um, and needless to say, future generations will insist that business will need to be done via a mobile or a tablet. So the more effort that Air Cargo puts into developing these apps to simplify the, to simplify the way in which we do business, the more appealing the industry will become. So chat is another extremely popular uh, feature amongst the younger workforce and can be used as part of the community system. So we are thinking of using this to negotiate rates and share details of a shipment and, and really eradicate these unnecessary telephone calls. And younger workforces, they love e-learning and having constant access to information. They have a strong desire to grow and advance their knowledge on their own terms. So younger team members are eager to learn. They just want to do it using modern, modern digital platforms. So looking at from our perspective, imagine the benefits of signing up for a community platform, the training to use the system being absolutely completely online. And I think something that we, we've long suffered for, from in, in our industry is the development tools and methodologies really need to allow a quicker time to market. There's nothing more frustrating than taking six to nine months to develop a system and waiting a year after testing to see the fruits of your labor. And of course, the risk is that by the time you've rolled out the development, Requirement has changed, so time to market incredibly important. I think these are the things that we should be focusing on, and this is where the younger generation can really help. Meanwhile, I don't think it can just be left to technology providers alone, and a big shout out to IATA and Fiata, who have designed programs to attract bright young individuals into our industry. These people ultimately will be responsible for our future. I particularly like the Fiata Young Freight Forwarder of the Year program, which has been running for over 20 years, give recognition to young and upcoming executives, and, and IATA was doing their bit to, to be fair with their face program, which is also targeted at young professionals under 36, able to interact with today's leaders and listen to and get inspired by their career paths. So I think we are doing we are doing stuff. There's no doubt about it. But these guys want to work in high technology environments. So we, we've got to make that move. And once again, Reggie, I keep saying this, it comes down to um, investment. Okay, Patrick, my last question, and it is about uh, the big topic of uh, today's world, and it is about the sustainability. Do you think technology applications could be deployed to address broader sustainability goals within our industry. Interesting. Of the five pillars that ICAO's sustainability model is based on, two relate to getting rid of the air uh, the airway bill. The other, sorry, one relates to getting rid of the airway bill. The other is about improved tracking. But I think our industry, the primary goal really has to be get rid of the paper and digitize as many of the standard business documents as we possibly can. So. From our perspective, these include the invoices, the statement of accounts, the sales reports, stock reports, the shipper's letter of instruction, charges, correction advices, the every bill, the house that we build, the list is endless, but we have to move to a digital age. I think we also need to see more transparency in terms of measurement of progress of shipments against milestones and more alerts that will support recovery mechanisms in cases milestones are not met. To add to this, the data related to a shipment is to be shared across the entire supply chain. I asked as one record again. So the industry is awash with stories relating to pharmaceuticals, which has been spoiled through delays and being stored incorrectly. Timely and automated sharing the data can really reduce this and ensure that pharma is available to ensure healing and, and reduce suffering. And if we look around the industry, there are platforms which enable freight forwarder users to assess and reduce their COT, CO2 emissions. The flight search tool of one of our one platform actually allows the users to choose routes and airlines based on their carbon impact and can calculate the COT emitted from each shipment. And there are others which provide collaborative platforms for sharing and learning sustainability information, best practices and innovation to help achieve company goals. Uh, sustainability objectives now being built into companies' DNA. 
and form part of our major commitment to their customers. Companies which lack sustainability strategy could see their growth threatened, so clients may well take their business elsewhere. So when it comes to sustainability, most people think of CO2 emissions, but there is no doubt technology can be leveraged to achieve many of companies' green goals. So there are two real calls for action here. One is to digitize as many air cargo documents as possible, remove the paper from industry. The second is for a collaborative effort to share data under mutually agreed and fair sharing conditions. And this is urgent for the future of our society, vulnerable communities, the industry, and not least our planet. Patrick, it was such a pleasure to have you join us in this episode of Logistic Tech Dialogues, talking about Kalogi and the future of freight. The future of freight is digital. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for the opportunity, Reggie. That was Patrick Murray, head of Kalogi. I hope you enjoyed watching this interview. Give us a like and share this video with your friends and colleagues. Until next Thursday, take good care and be safe.